This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Christina Stoyanova and Graham Williams. We have a lot of apps to talk about on today's program, plus a lot of tips and tricks. Before we get there, let's uh, talk about some of the uh, the app news. This was a, a rather disturbing one. Uh, there was a, a Christmas app uh, in the Kindle app store that you could download to uh, have your kids talk to Santa, and it basically told kids that it was going to kill them. Yeah. How did that happen? Well, essentially, this is a, a rogue developer, and, uh, you know, it's kind of unusual. I think we all kind of turned around to each other and like, oh, yeah, Kindle App Store. There's a Kindle App Store. Um, obviously, somebody's being a bit of a jerk here and creating an app for children, and when you uh, essentially go to initiate a call with Father Christmas, uh, it comes back and he says, in five days of your free, uh, I will find you and I will kill you, sort of parodying the, uh, the quote from Liam Neeson from Taken. Uh, this is kind of horrific. Like, dude, why? I just don't know. <laughs> this is awful. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we were talking about this earlier. You said, you know, why would someone do this? And I, it really just comes down to there are just some bad people on the planet. Unfortunately, the process here is, you know, Google has a fairly stringent um you know, app process. Uh, Apple has a fairly stringent app process. It seems like Amazon uh, not quite there yet. Uh, they have pulled the app, and they've actually uh, they've been able to uninstall apps from Kindles that this has been installed in. That's one of the features of uh, that particular app store. They can pull these apps out. Uh, so, I mean, we shouldn't see this again with this particular app. But it's just it's sad that it happened in the first place. Don't download any of these Christmas apps for the kids, I guess. What can you do? That's the scary thing. Uh, This is uh, interesting. Huawei uh, is launching its 3D scanning app for their new Mate 20 Pro phone. This is something we've talked about in previous shows. They showed it at their launch event. Essentially, this is a new phone from Huawei. Uh, Got like a pretty skookum camera on it. And uh, this app now will actually let you scan an object and turn it into 3D. Well, you said uh, Skookum camera. There's not one, not two, but three, but four cameras on there. Is that a bit excessive? It's a little excessive. (laughs) A little much. But I mean, it gives you this 3D uh, scanning capability. I've actually, I've been curious about this because I have a 3D printer at home. And one of the things that I wanted to do was be able to uh, scan people's faces because there are some really cool, like, masks and things that you can print with this. Graham, you cannot 3D print my face. <laughs> You're totally saying, 3D printing your face. I am just saying right now that's not going to happen. You remember the singing bass? Singing Christina for the holidays. No, you're not. You're not on board. Graham, I am. Graham, you know we're going to scan her face now. <laughs> no, we're going to scan your face and 3D print it. I am not letting you take any photos of me with that crazy phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is an interesting tool if it if it works. Like they showed a demo where they uh, 3D scan like this uh, this teddy bear, mm-hmm. uh, and actually were able to animate it as well because you could put a skeleton, like a 3D skeleton, in it to to make it move its arms and legs. So yeah. I wonder how good it's going to be. Well, we, we've seen this in the past where people have been able to use multiple webcams to essentially get a 3D map of something. Um, they also have you know cameras that will rotate around an object and get a full 3D map of that as well. And then you can you can rig it and, and, and do some animation there. So I think there's a lot of possibilities here, both for animation and for things like 3D printing. So I'm excited. I know, Mike, you've got an H20, have you not? Yes. yes. I haven't tried it yet. Okay. I'm so going to this we're weekend. Ha- we're going to have to give this a crack. I know. Let's scan someone's face. Christina? <laughs> hard no. no. Hard, hard no. Just hard no. no. Uh, also in the news uh, this week when it comes to apps, Microsoft has a Windows app that lets you mimic emojis and then get rated. I don't know who the... 
heck would make this? So how it works is that um, with your camera on your laptop or your your desktop computer, uh, an emoji will come up, and then you try to mimic it, like a smiley face or a sad face, and it'll give you a rating on how well you do. Some of those emojis are a little crazy, though, especially with Apple's new release. Like, there's a frozen face emoji. Has anyone seen this? I have, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to stick your head in the freezer and make it work for this one. So, <laughs> like... Like, what the hell? Well, so, like, this, mean, is, this is crazy. I, I got to throw something to Microsoft here. You, you released an update to Windows 10 that started to delete people's data. You've just, like earlier this week, pulled an update for Office. And you got people working on emoji replication? Uh, guys, we got to talk. <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah, really? Right? I'm, I'm giving you the emoji of sad face right now. That's what's, that's what's happening. <laughs> I wonder how well Christina would do. We should... 3D scan her face. And see if the 3D scan can actually do the emoji. Yes. You know what? I do find myself sometimes wanting to replicate an emoji in real life because I know I would type it if it was a... (laughs) If I were sending a text message. (laughs) Have you ever done the LOL thing in real life where you're talking to someone and you're like, lol, and you're like, I, did I literally just say lol? Uh, no, Graham. Some of us like to just laugh out loud. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> just physically laugh. It's, it's a sickness. What can I say? <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do with you. Uh, another interesting story. Uh, a Perth man was dead for 12 minutes before a mobile phone app saved his life. Did you see this? I did. Uh, St. John's uh, first responder or responder app, it's called, uh, essentially uh, will send out an alert to people in the area that are kind of first responders or have the the requisite training uh, to help people. And so uh, this actually sent out an alert and someone came. It also shows you where the defibrillators are Mm -hmm. locally and was able to bring this guy back. This is is really nice because everything in Australia is typically out to kill you. So it's, it's good that they have this app. Yes. Right? Um, now, so here's the thing. In addition to apps like this, because we, we don't necessarily, I don't think we have this version of the St. John's Ambulance app here in Canada. But if you do have to do CPR on someone, um, do you have Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. So there is a playlist on Spotify that is songs to do CPR to. And will actually give you the, uh, the rhythm by which you are to do CPR to. Uh, I know everyone uh, was, was going with staying alive for a while, but actually, from what I understand, the compressions need to come a little bit faster than that. Uh, so you can do CPR to songs to do CPR to on Spotify. Add this that is a whole new world for me. I did not know that we were matching CPR to the rhythms of songs. Well, it's, it's good, right? Because it gives you that rhythm, that beat, so you, you, can, you can stay on track and do those compressions in an accurate amount of time. You know, if there's an emergency, I'm really going to think about firing up that magical playlist yeah. before I start... <laughs> Performing chest compression, that's what's going to be on my mind for sure. It's, it's, you've got it again, something a little bit more upbeat, like the, the song from uh, Ghost, probably not the one, but you know, something, something a little bit more, a little bit more speed. I mean, luckily for you two, you like to sing, so you can just, right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's sort of karaoke CPR. It's good. This is horrendous. Yeah. Anyway, this is the St. John's Responder app. Uh, I don't know if it works here in North America. Obviously, it works down in Australia. Love the idea, though. Because those guys actually beat the ambulance to this guy. Needs to be there in more places. If we don't have yeah. it here, we should get I it I can't here. believe this man was actually dead for 12 whole minutes. Was he dead for 12 minutes? I think usually you're, if it's that long, it's not good. Well, yeah. Unless you've been like frozen in a pond. Might have stuck his head in the freezer to do the emoji well, thing. It's Australia, so I don't, they don't have a lot of frozen ponds there from my understanding. Also, I'm pretty sure it's summer there right now. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, switching gears, Graham, I think you know what time it is. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. What do you got for us? 
This week's iPhone tip of the week is kind of a bit more advanced. Um, do you guys like to be able to figure out how strong your cellular signal is? Yes. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to post this on the Facebook page, but there is a code that you can type into your phone to get an actual number on your cell phone signal. What? Tell you how strong it is, yeah. But what about the little bars on the top? The little bars are good, but they're not great, right? Like, you know, one bar, two bar, three bars, five bars, they're kind of, it's a little vague. Yeah. So you can actually get the decibel rating of the signal uh, that's coming into your phone. So it is uh, star 3001 pound 12345 pound. Yeah, everyone's going to memorize that. Right? That's, okay. that's, that's what I said. Okay, let's get your pen out. Yep. Say it again. Star 3001 pound one, two, three, four, five, pound. It puts it into field mode. Okay. Right? Is, are we telling people to do a bad thing here? No, no, this is, this is good. And it, okay. goes, it goes away when you reboot your phone. Um, but what this will do is it will give you the, um, the, the amount of signal coming to your phone. The lower the number, the better. Okay. Right? So um, basically, as you, as you look around, if you're in a, in a space and you're, you're walking into a room that perhaps has a dead zone, you'll see those numbers spike. And as you walk into a space where they're a little bit better, you'll see those numbers drop. So you can actually start to figure out where the signal is best for your phone and get the best signal and the best strength if you have to send something. That was your uh, iPhone tip of the week. We still have a lot more to talk about on the app show today, including our Hot 5 uh, app countdown our travel apps, and we've also got some Facebook tips uh, as well for you. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back shortly after this. You are back with the App Show. Still lots more to talk about on today's program, including our Hot 5 app countdown, and also holiday smart lighting with the Philips Hue app and their Philips Hue bulbs. We'll tell you how you can make your uh, house look even more festive. Let's talk about uh, your social media street cred and uh, your, your social media feed, like what you're getting in there. A lot of people uh, not happy with Facebook lately. They don't like all the crap that's coming in their feed. Well, we've got uh, someone in studio here to help us understand how we can manage that better. We've got uh, Kelly Reedwin from our Get Connected uh, sister show. Thanks for joining us. Hi again, Mike. Let's let's talk social media. I, I, I go through my feed and there's so much junk in there that I'm just sometimes wanting to give up on Facebook, but there's a way to help manage that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought we should talk about this topic because it's something that I see in my feed a lot is people complaining about, oh, I don't like spending time on Facebook because it's so negative or all I see are these kinds of things and I don't like it. Well, um, I'm here to give a, a little holiday cheer, I guess. Um, there's, <laughs> there's, a way to, there's a way to change that. And you can take control of what is shown in your Facebook news feed as well as Twitter and Instagram and other things. So I have a few tips for you. We'll start with Facebook. Uh, you know, we, we get dozens if not hundreds of friends in there. We're getting all their, their updates and posts. We're liking mm-hmm. things, uh, you know, from different companies and brands. What, what's some of the first steps we should take? Okay. Well, one of the first things you should consider is whether or not you find this content engaging or it's useful or meaningful to you in some way. Where I find, um, personally, I, I go through my list pretty frequently and get rid of things that I don't find interesting. Sometimes I like a product and then I try it out and then I don't like it and then I unlike their Facebook page later. Um, so my feed should represent the things that I like and the things that I want to know more about. And being a little bit more judi- judicious, being a little, have a little more criteria about what it is that you do and how you follow people online is probably the first step. So first of all, don't interact with brands that you don't want more information on because <laughs> that's how Facebook learns about you and learns what kind of content to serve you. So liking brands and 
leaving messages or liking posts that they're doing. Right. And I think uh, a lot of people don't know that Facebook has changed pretty significantly in the past few years. It used to be that if you liked, uh, for example, Coca-Cola or Apple or something like that, and they post um, content to their feed, you would expect that if you liked that page, it would come up in your news feed. That's not actually necessarily the case. Uh, things have changed um, on the on the side of advertisers and businesses where we have to spend more time and money um, boosting posts and, and on advertising. And how Facebook chooses to serve you content is dependent on how you interact with that content and um, whether or not you like or comment on, say, an Apple product, you're going to see more Apple news in your feed, whether or not you interact with different types of content, video, um, photos, your behavior really dictates what kind of content is served to you. So quite simply, if you want to change your news feed, change your behavior and start interacting with the people. So this applies also to your friends. If you're not seeing information from friends, it's because you haven't liked or commented or interacted. So go and, and interact, engage with the things that you want to see more of, and you'll see more of that. Friends, yeah, there's a lot of crazy things that some of the friends I'm following post. And I mean, when I say friends, like Facebook is, it's more than friends now. It's just even like people you've met briefly or Mm -hmm. acquaintances. Like, I think I have, you know, several hundred friends. And are they all real friends? No, they're people (laughs) that I've met along the way. So what are you saying about that? Well, I think that it's important to decide for yourself why you're using this tool. And be reminded that Facebook is just a tool. It's, it's how we use it um, will impact how we, we perceive it. So um, I would say be, ha- have a criteria. And this is true for people and for businesses. Um, on, a, on a personal note, I have a criteria that um, for my personal Facebook feed, I, have, I only have one account. And I choose to only add people that I've met in person. And I divide my Facebook in, in lists. Some people decide to do um, separate accounts, like a, a professional account, for example, and a personal account, and keep those worlds separately. Um, then you don't have to worry about uh, the, the permissions posting, yeah. like the, the public or friends or acquaintances, and uh, manage them separately. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some of the other uh, social media channels, uh, Instagram and and Twitter, maybe starting with Instagram. Instagram owned by Facebook, kind of similar type of system, eh? Yeah, very similar. Um, Now that that it's owned by Facebook, you'll see ads on both platforms for both um, Facebook ads on Instagram and Instagram ads on Facebook. Um, So you might see that a little bit more. Likewise, Instagram's actually pretty straightforward. Who you follow is what's in your feed, as opposed to Facebook, which has a whole algorithm behind it. Um, So for, for Instagram, all I would say is make sure that you decide whether you want a private account or not, if it's your personal account. Um, and decide who, what, what people you want to follow will determine what's in your feed. So if you really want to see, like for me, I follow um, minimalist desk setups, for example. That really pleases me. I, I like flipping through <laughs> things and seeing people's very organized desks. You're weird. I know. And, uh, yeah, so that's an easy one. So just follow the things that you find interesting. Um, if, if something you want to hang on to but you don't want to unfollow, there's a lot of little features like uh, mute or unfollow or, um, yeah, mute or unfollow pretty much. Let's talk about Twitter now. Um, I'm starting to use Twitter more. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I can kind of see the value for, you know, the quick interaction and, and being able to search, you know, different types of news topics I'm going after. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you cut through the, the noise there and, and get get cleaner with your Twitter feed? Mm-hmm. This one actually works too for, um, for Instagram now that I'm thinking of it. Um, you might not know that you can follow hashtags um, on Instagram. I, I neglected to mention that. So if you go into Instagram and, and search, um, for example, hashtag minimalist setup, um, you, you'll find it's, it's almost like following a user, but it'll come up in your newsfeed as following the hashtag. So likewise with Twitter, if you're looking for a particular uh, topic, I would suggest checking out what hashtags are, are being used um, just by using the Twitter search and, or keyword and following the people whose content is useful to you. So you can build your own news feed by only following the things that are interesting to you and that you'll follow, you have uh, value. Talking with Kelly Reedwin uh, all about uh, cleaning up our social feeds. Thanks for joining us today, Kelly. Thank you. When we come back from the break, more apps to talk about here on the App Show. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Before we get to our Hot 5 app countdown, this week it's Hot 5 apps to organize your holiday gift list. From our friends over at PC Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get there, let's get our Facebook tip of the week. So our Facebook tip of the week. Do you remember uh, a little while back that Facebook did the whole Pirate Day, Speak Like a Pirate thing? And uh, basically you could translate all of the stuff that you write on Facebook into Pirate Speak. Well, uh, we've actually got something a little bit different for you. If you're a fan of Stranger Things, uh, we have being able to write upside down. Upside down? Yeah, it writes all of the English in upside down. So it basically flips the text upside down. I thought it was Australian, but apparently that's not a thing. But uh, essentially what it is, uh, you go to settings, you go to language, and in the column, uh, you can actually choose English brackets upside down. And it will write all of your text in upside down and put all of the text on Facebook upside down for you until such time as you realize that it's completely stupid and you need to stop doing that. Oh, my God. That would just irritate the hell out of everyone. Did anyone ever use the uh, pirate? Oh, yeah. Language. Yeah, well, that's, that, that's basically sort of the extension of this, right? You know, yes. the Armates, we're now, we're upset. It, you, know, you know what this is it really hidden cool for? It was cool for about a day. For about a day, yeah. yeah. It was a, yeah. So, well, I mean, there's international talk like a pirate day, so I think people kind of do like do that every once in a while. Um, the, the best thing that this is for, do you know what this is for? When somebody else leaves themselves logged in on a computer near you and they don't password protect it. Oh, my God, they'll never figure it out. That's where you're going to use this. So, you're welcome, everyone. Happy holidays. The weekly app, Hot 5. On that happy note, we're going to go to our Hot 5 app countdown this week. This week, it's the Hot 5 apps to organize your holiday gift list from our friends over at PC Magazine. Number five, we have Christmas Christmas gift lights. It's actually Christmas gift list. Oh, I can't read. No, Christmas gift list. This is an Android app. I need some glasses for Christmas. Yeah, (laughs) apparently. This is an Android app, and it makes buying and budgeting easy. And it also archives all your lists so that you can actually go back next year and see uh, some of your favorite items so you can repurchase them. Ooh. Just in case you forget to buy tube socks for stocking stuffers. Oh, my God. You're at that point, you're buying the same gifts every year. I guess we do, don't we? Everyone does this, especially moms. They do this with the stockings. The, the it's underwear, like, yeah. Yeah, you get underwear, socks, and lip, yeah, you're right. lip gloss in your stocking. Pajamas? Is that yeah, not? you're right. <laughs> I, I get a pair of slippers and pajamas every year. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. I love them. I'm not. This is not me protesting. I'm totally into it. I have a lot of pajamas now, just yeah. saying. Might be time to divest. Yeah. Right. 
I love them. I so love this them. one actually handles multiple currencies and languages as well. So yeah. um, not bad. Complete solution. Number four on the Hot 5 app countdown, we're talking about organizing your holiday gift list. The apps that will help you do that, we have Gifted. Yeah, so Gifted is for iOS. It's $2.99. And uh, basically what it does is it gives you another gift list. keeps things organized so you can sort of set sizes and preferences for all of your people. Uh, You can set a budget per person and per event. But my favorite feature here is the gift history. So you can remember what you've given to someone in the past. Because you've got people, you know, they like golf and things like that, or they like a particular music artist. You can tell which albums you bought for them or which movies or that sort of thing. So that gift history kind of prevents you from rebuying the same gift again. Very, very handy. Number three on the Hot 5 app countdown this week, we're talking about organizing your holiday gift list. The Christmas list. This is two ninety nine. It's available on iOS. Divvy up the dough you have to spend by who you're spending it on with the Christmas list. You can also arrange your list by store so that you don't have multiple trips in person or fill online shopping carts and pay shipping fees more than once. If you're sharing gift-giving duty, there are simple ways to send your lists. The countdown feature lets you know how many shopping days you have left to the season. Number two on the Hot 5 app countdown, we've got Santa's bag. Yeah, this is an iOS app that comes free on the App Store. And this is your complete Christmas gift tracker. It keep it helps you keep track of what you've purchased for everyone, how many gifts you've gotten them, how much you've spent on them, and even if you've gotten around to wrapping those gifts or not. So you can keep all of that information in this app to help you stay organized as you get closer to the big day. There's a lot of information you have to enter into these lists or these apps. Yeah, I mean, if you're one of those people who hides gifts in random places and then forgets about them, and then... (laughs) My mom used to do that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, this might actually be helpful to you. Yeah, we'd get Christmas gifts in March sometimes. (laughs) It was in the heat register. We had no idea. Yeah. I did, did I mind cheese. it? Did I mind it? No. See, at that point, why not just hang on to it for next year yep. and save, your, save yourself a trip to the mall? Possibly. Just saying. I like it. Number one on the Hot 5 app countdown this week for your holiday gift giving is Gifter. Gifter. Sorry. Gifter. Yeah, Gifter. Gifter. It's, it's, uh, it's a, both a website and an app, and it's an app for iOS and for Android. And the nice thing about this is that you can obviously make all of your lists, uh, but you can share them so that you can actually create lists for yourself. Um, so if you have friends and family that join Gifster, they can see the things that you want, which is quite handy. Uh, it also has a secret Santa feature. So at work, if you are you know, looking at uh, running a secret Santa or looking at running a secret Santa with your family, you can use Gifster to do that, and it will manage the whole secret Santa process. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And obviously with any of these apps, you can, instead of putting actual material goods, you can just tell people that you want to spend time with them these holidays. I, I like gifts just <laughs> from you guys. If you just, I see you enough. So <laughs> gifts are really good. We don't want to hang out with you either. No, don't and worry. I don't want a 3D scan of her face either, just in case you're wondering. Uh, let's uh, switch gears now. And uh, Graham, do you have a game app of the week for us? I do indeed. Our game app of the week this week is Badland Brawl, and this is for iOS and Android. This Sorry, is what? Badland Brawl. Cool, that's very Christmas. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you know, good. Well, I mean, have you been to Walmart during the Christmas season? This is true. This is why I don't go back. So, <laughs> Badland Brawl is free. Uh, there are a number of in app purchases because it, they've got some time based and energy based things here, but it is a multiplayer brawler. Uh, it's sort of easy to play, but hard to master. And essentially, you're slinging clones onto the battlefield with tons of really cool tactics. Essentially, you're looking to blow people up. 
So if you're looking for a fun game that's a bit of a nice distraction in the holidays, you're stuck waiting in line perhaps on Boxing Day because you've got, you know, $3,000 worth of things that you're paying $300 for and the line is four hours long, Badland Brawl might be the thing for you. Grab, maybe we could have something calming for next week. Goodland Brawl it is. <laughs> I've, I'm just suggesting that getting people all riled up by blowing things up is maybe not you know right? I, will, I will have a peaceful app uh next week and then maybe we can we can ask the audience out of the two which one was more beneficial to you this holiday season a peaceful game or a little bit of brawling in line on that note we're gonna have to take a break when we come back we've uh, got our travel app of the week among others you're listening to the app show here in the chorus radio network back after this you are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova. We still have a lot more apps to talk about. Right now, I want to talk about uh, controlling your lighting through apps. On the line, we've uh, got our friend Kelsey Monez from Philips. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Love to have you on the show again. Uh, we've talked to you before about uh, the Philips Hue line of uh, smart uh, lighting. Uh, you guys uh, continually bring out really cool stuff, and I've got um, you know my uh, my home uh, kitted out with some of it. Um, the cool thing is that you can control all that lighting uh, through the Philips Hue app. Uh, you know, turning them on and off, and if you've got different colored ones, you can choose literally millions of colors. But I wanted to talk about the holiday season here and uh, creating some fun mood lighting for uh, Christmas. Uh, tell our listeners uh, how they'd go about doing that. Well, I'm glad to hear you're a fan. And for the holidays, you can really jazz up your home with indoor and outdoor lighting. We have new outdoor um, spots and pathway lights uh, with the ability to set schedules and to change the light to any color that you choose. So technically, you don't need to put up Christmas lights. You can have these gorgeous, smart-controlled lights all year round. And you can go traditional green and red, or you can go kind of funky with some rainbow colors. Um, so you can do that outside, but you can also bring um, the holidays indoor with the color ability as well as adding routines. So if you're traveling over the holidays and you're away from the home, you can actually set it so your lights can come on and mimic as if you were home even when you're not. So there's a little bit of security around that. I, uh, I love that. And um, again, for the listeners, um, this works uh, with the Philips Hue lighting system. They've got all sorts of different types of bulbs and, uh, and lighting uh, solutions. Uh, how, how hard or how easy is it for people to get these things set up and going? Oh, it's really simple. Um, with the whole system, you really just start with the bridge and a couple bulbs. So if you have um, the colored bulbs, you connect your bridge to your Wi-Fi router and download the app onto your smartphone. And you basically start from there. You can do anything you want from setting routines and schedules or playing with the different colors. Um, and you can expand the system with, like you mentioned, the different types of bulbs that we have, expanding outdoors. So it's really simple and easy to get started, and expanding it is, is really limit, limitless. I, I love the outdoor spotlights. I, I'm going to set them up because I hate putting up my Christmas lights. Like I, I feel like I'm always <laughs> one step away from death's door, you know, going up on that ladder in the cold and ice. Uh, but these spotlights are amazing. They come in a three-pack uh, from what I remember. And obviously you can aim them in, in different directions, but you can have them pointed obviously at your house or maybe some, uh, you know, trees uh, in your yard and, and change, uh, you know, literally to any color you want. Obviously uh, at Christmas time, uh, you know, red or what, or what have you. Yeah, you know what? The spots are really great, and even the pathway lights. I have those around my home as well. 
And what I like to do for the holiday time is you can actually use some of these third-party apps and you can schedule it and have fun with the color, which actually would, you know, you can have it just outside or inside. So you can have it, um, so the color is actually changing, so it's dynamic and, and more entertaining that way. So you can have a lot of fun with it. And like you said, you know, you don't have to, to worry about um, your safety with putting up and taking down Christmas lights. You, you put them in once and you're good all year round. I know. I, I love that part. Um, a lot of Christmas parties happening, uh, obviously, during the holiday season uh, as well. And um, it, it's cool because you can actually have the bulbs go along with uh, music uh, if you've got a party going. Yes, definitely. Yeah, you can sync with music and movies, uh, um, even gaming as well. Let's talk about a, a new system you have. Uh, I believe it's the Philips uh, Hue Play. Tell, tell our listeners about that. Well, this is our exciting new product that we have for the holidays, and it really is great for those who love music and movies and gaming. Um, it's an LED light bar that's intended to wall wash with color, so it enhances your entertainment experience at home. So you can set it up vert- vertically or horizontally next to the TV, or you can actually hide it behind the TV and use it as a backlight. Um, and the bars come in white or black finish, depending on your decor style, you can match it there. Um, and with the Hue Play, you do require the Hue Bridge to control it for the light and the syncing. Um, but when, if you already have the system at home, it's a really great addition to any entertainment or gaming room. The uh, the Philips Hue bulbs uh, and, and systems, uh, they're, they're more money than traditional bulbs. Uh, so some people don't love that. But uh, I guess I've, I've always countered it uh, by the fact that, you know, they're LED bulbs. These things last literally forever, like thousands and thousands of hours. Yeah, they actually last for 25,000 hours, yeah, with, with regular use. That's, yeah. a, that's, a long, that's a long time. <laughs> You're not going to be replacing those yeah, uh, every year. No, no time soon, yeah. Um, so we talked about, uh, you know, the Philips uh, app. There's par- third-party apps uh, as well. So other companies make apps for it? Yeah, there's about um, about 600 third-party apps that work with our Hue bulbs um, and our fixtures. So you can actually, uh, if you download the different apps, you can actually have fun with that. And for uh, Christmas, they have the Xmas Hue app, and there's also actually a Hue Fireworks app. So for um, you know New Year's or if you're doing a celebration of some sort, you can actually have it sound effects built into it as well. So you can hook up a speaker to your your device, whether you're using like uh, iPad or a smartphone, you can have that. So it's not only the lights, but you're creating that entire experience. Talking with Kelsey Monez from Philips, our lighting guru. Uh, where can people find out more information? You can visit uh, meethue.ca for more information. That's fantastic. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks for having me. When we come back from the break, still more apps to talk about, including our travel app of the week. You're listening to the app show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the app show, Mike Graham and Christina here. Got a few more apps to talk about. Before we get to travel and fitness app of the week, let's get our creative app juices going. What do you got? Uh, This week, we've got a great app called Concepts. And Concepts is a really fun sketching app that's available for both iOS and Android. Uh, It has a ton of features that you can use. It has an infinite canvas. You can make things as big as you want them to be. It has tons of brushes. So you get all sorts of creative uh, ways of of putting things onto the page. And it comes with things like icons and stickers and emojis that you can add in to all of your stuff as you're creating this masterpiece. Uh, The cool thing about this is that it's free. 
So you can download concepts for free. And then if you want to add on some of these things like oh, sticker you, packs there and you brush, go. of course. There you, you go. Need, you get a cool app like this. It has to have money you just coming get one sticker. It's a panda. <laughs> <laughs> and that panda is a really great panda, though. Yes. Um, so it's, it's kind of a very fun little app to play with. Uh, now, you can actually outport, uh, output this in a variety of different formats, from PNG to PDF to uh, AutoCAD DXF uh, to Adobe Photoshop layered files. So Concepts is a very flexible application for creating things in. That's your creative app of the week. Go for it. The name again? Concepts. Concepts. Go create. Going to try that out. Uh, Let's get our travel app of the week. Christina, what do you got? I have Walk. Walk. Yes. Okay. It's W-A-L-C. Okay. This is an iOS and Android app, and the great thing about this is it gives you turn-by-turn navigation with visual cues in the form of landmarks. For those of us who are exceptionally directionally challenged, like me, I can never figure out, like, when Google Maps tells me to walk north on a street, sure, in Vancouver it's fine, we have the mountains, but in some places that's not as clear. I hear you on that one, Yeah. yeah. So you love this. Yeah, I mean, landmarks. I don't know why it's so hard. All of this north, east, <laughs> west. Yeah, it's just... Turn left at the flaming dumpster. <laughs> Turn right at the fire hydrant. I know, that but your phone's got a built-in compass. You could just, like, use that or... Yeah, then I have to switch out of that Google Maps app. Or what I actually usually do is I start walking and see if it follows me in the right direction or if I'm moving in the wrong direction. But then I look stupid because I turn around and walk back now, you, you if know, I've like, gotten it wrong. If you're using Apple Maps with your Apple Watch, you know that it gives you a tap on the wrist whether you're supposed oh, to turn left or right. It is amazing. Right? That is my favorite thing about the watch. Well, then there's two, there are two different taps, right? Yeah. There's the rapid tap for right and then there's sort of the, the, the hitch tap for left. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Maybe, maybe switch from Google Maps. No? What? Why can't we just make things easy? Turn left at the Starbucks up ahead. That's Great. Right. That's I right. can do that. Perfect. So this is called Walk. Yes. Great walk app. this way. Walk this way. Uh, let's hit our fitness app of the week. Graham, what are we looking at? Our fitness app of the week is uh, Weight Watchers. They recently went through a, a huge um, app revamp, and so now, they're, they're, now they're called WW, um, which stands for Weight Watchers. Um, <laughs> Every, everyone's trying to shorten everything. I know, right? Um, so th- this is a th- the great thing about this app is obviously it's got all of the recipes. Uh, it lets you kind of go through and log things and make sure that you're staying on track. Uh, but the nice thing is they've added a bit of a social network aspect to it now. So they've really enriched uh, the the bios and the profiles on there. And uh, one of the new features for this week, uh, you can add emoji into your profile because I think that's really what was missing from, from the Weight Watchers experience. From the Weight Watchers experience, that's right? cool. So do you recommend this app? Uh, I, I have not used it myself. Okay, uh, but uh, from what I'm reading, it has a 4.7 out of five rating on the uh, on the Apple App Store. Hmm. So <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like people are are very happy with it. So yeah, or Weight Watchers is really good at just boosting pump, the numbers. Boosting the numbers, possibly. But there, there you go. So there, there it is. <laughs> WW Weight Watchers. That's all the time we have left. Don't forget to listen to our sister show, Get Connected, every Saturday from 10 to 11 in the morning here on CKNW. For Mike, for Graham and Christina, I'm Mike Agarbo. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at CKNW.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.